If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. A verbal throwdown. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Homeboys, as we walk and talk. Coast to coast, actually sitting, border to border and beyond on the vast and magically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the over, the hostile takeover of the transmitters of FSR. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 
Recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. In a programming note, come up at some point, hopefully sooner than later, we will have the announcement that you have not been waiting for, but you're going to get. We will tell you the next Maller meet and greet. It has been scheduled. We have the details, and you will hear about them at some point. The plan is at some point here in this show, you will hear everything you need to know. So you can make the proper plans if you are so interested to have a, a little uh, get-together. You're going to have that. And it's not that far away. It'll be here before you know it. But our lead this hour coming from the Mile High City. A rant for the ages. As an NFL head coach of the Denver football team got on a soapbox and started howling down to the village below. Uh, if you didn't hear about this, maybe you've been busy doing stuff, and you didn't pay that close attention. So uh, we read the comments from Sean Payton, who really, really just spilled his guts. Uh, Sean Payton, talking about the 2022 Broncos, said that they had one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. And he added that there were multiple dirty hands in the downfall of Russell Wilson. So that was the money part of the quote, but Peyton wasn't done there. He offered some passive criticism of the Broncos for the way they handled players, the coaching staff, and Nathaniel Hackett, who couldn't hack it as the Denver head coach. Uh, he managed workloads, NFL version of load management, and Sean Payton underlined that the Broncos were 29th in the league in pre-snap penalties on both sides of the ball. He went on. But wait, there's more. Uh, Sean Payton said everything he heard about last season, Payton said that they're doing the opposite of it. Now, in the fallout from the rant, he spoke this out to a scribe from the USA Today, which I guess is still in business. I didn't know that. They have that little weather map thing they used to have. That was like kind of a big deal. But anyway, Sean Payton has been called a snake. People now turning on Sean Payton. There are murmurs that some of the Denver executives are upset with what Payton had to say. Others claiming that the Broncos have now put a bullseye on their back, that this was not helpful. The standard dramatic overreaction machine has been cranked up. So let us discuss the question, why are certain Broncos people in a tizzy, all upset with Sean Payton? So I have World War II, George Lucas, and downrange. And we will tie all of these things together, and we are going to make a hot tamale is what we're going to make. So A, Sean Payton, what, what he did here, was just unload all the artillery, all of the artillery at the former head coach. I, I love it. As a talk show host, give me more. Give, I want it in my veins. I would like it in my veins. He went scorched earth. It was magnificent. It was majestic and marvelous. Very rarely, very rarely do you get this kind of raw, unfiltered attack. But the issue at hand here, right, the issue at hand, Sean Payton, who's been around, he's seen a thing or two because he's done a thing or two in the NFL. Sean Payton 
goes on a World War II strategic bombing run, dropping a cluster bomb on the next-door neighbors. Now, nothing that Sean Payton said was incorrect. The people that are criticizing Sean Payton are not criticizing the actual statements that he made. It's just that he shouldn't have said those things, even though they're reality. Right? So he goes scattershot. And the spoiler alert here, the same jabronis who hired Nathaniel Hackett are still working for the Denver football team. So Sean Payton just announced that the people that hired him are brainless varmints who hired the last head coach, the old doofus maloofus who handpicked the former coach there in Denver and is still running the show. Now, page two. What was the motivation to go off the rails by Sean Payton? It's got to be a reason, a method to the madness there, to body slam, body slam, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. So it is a form of psychological warfare, manipulation. I'm going Star Wars, George Lucas, a Jedi mind trick from Sean Payton. Let me explain. So Sean Payton, what he did here was break the brotherhood, the decorum of football coaches. We often point out, that on the day-to-day basis, we have audio. Every day, we have audio from just about every head coach in the NFL. We very rarely play it because almost all of it is worthless because no one says anything. They don't want to offend anyone. They don't They want to step on any toes because you're not supposed to do that. It's a brotherhood coaching in the NFL. So here we have a guy that stepped outside of the inner circle to unload. But he did it for a reason. He did it for a reason. Talked about the strategic nature of this, but Sean Payton just didn't break out the the lightsaber and and do that on his own for no reason. This was a tribute to pay homage to Russell Wilson, painting this amazing mosaic that Mr. Unlimited got a raw deal, that Russ was the victim. And I I can sense the eyeballs rolling to the back of the head of the long-time Seahawks fans who watched Russell Wilson for years there. But, yeah, Peyton's, the the reason he did this is Nathaniel Hackett was the village idiot. And Russell Wilson, or he was was the the victim, right? He's he's been given a bum rap because he had a ragamuffin as his head coach. And so you're shifting responsibility to Nathaniel Hackett. So I went back and I looked through my notes because I thought maybe I had missed something and might have missed a game or two. The Seahawks uh, played in, the Broncos played in, these other teams played in, you know, occasionally. So Nathaniel Hackett, I went back and looked, and he had as many pass attempts for the Denver Broncos as you did and I did. So, yeah, that's the ticket. Now, I do think Nathaniel Hackett, is a product of nepotism and is dreadful. I don't think that's a shocking take right there. That's not an unpopular opinion. But the reason that this is so comical is that you're doing this to suck up. If you're Sean Payton, you're sucking up to Russell Wilson. But don't forget, Terry Bradshaw, who was a colleague of Sean Payton at Fox, when Payton was in the running for the Bronco job, Bradshaw 
said, you know what? Sean Payton, he doesn't want to coach Russell Wilson. He's not interested. That's pretty much what he said. I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what he said. You can Google it. And so Sean Payton is like, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to blame everything. All of those interceptions, the offensive linemen having a coup. Remember that on Christmas, the Broncos played the Rams in L.A., and the game was a route or a route. The offensive line screaming at Russell Wilson. They exposed him for high-stepping down a transcontinental flight to London, uh, and it was just any, anything you could do to embarrass Russell Wilson. His teammates were embarrassing because they hated him. But no, it's Nathaniel Hackett's fault. All Nathaniel Hackett. And so Sean Payton will go and need some pharmaceuticals. Go down to Walgreens there after he gets the full Russell Wilson experience because outside of an unexpected resurrection at this point, it's just going to be more asbestos. That's, that's it. And at least Payton can afford some really good help because he's, he's making a ton. He's got that big bloated contract. He's, he's doing very well. All right, last word here. So there is another chapter to this part of the story. So the Denver coach also dismissed dream teams, in air quotes, those dream teams that they are not able to deliver championships. He pointed out that there are several teams. I brought up the Washington Redskins from back in the day that had assembled a dream team, mentioned a Giants team. Uh, There were a couple of teams he brought up. I forget exactly who. Uh, I don't think he brought up the Eagles. I think the Eagles... When they had made a couple of moves several years back, they were called a dream team. That didn't work out for them. But he pointed out that it just doesn't, it's not that easy. You can't just pick up star players and win like that. And then he mentioned the Jets as the Jets are trying to do it. He lamented Sean Payton. He said the PR, the pomp and circumstance, marching people around and all that stuff. Now, of course, the Jets had a rebuke, and they were very upset, and Coach Robert Sala, the wannabe motivational speaker, was like, give me more, give me more. So how come Sean Payton included the Jets in his rant about Nathaniel Hackett? So it was unintentional. I realize that Hackett is employed by gangrene, but the Jets, in this quote, the Jets were catching strays. They were caught, the Jets, downrange. And Sean Payton in this profound rant, shooting from the hip. And he's, he's working undercover, though, for the marketing arm of the NFL. That's the kicker on this. Why? Sean Payton has just created a must-see matchup as the Broncos and their ragtag roster, Sean Payton's team, will host the Nathaniel Hackett Circus, the Aaron Rodgers traveling party in week five. That's October 8th. Sunday, uh, October 8th is the date. Now, I mentioned Robert Sala responded to Sean Payton, and just to prove that I'm not making that up, let's go to the audio tape. Listen to Robert Sala here as he he has his rebuke of the Broncos coach. Well, I'm not going to acknowledge Sean on that. Is he, you know, he's been in the league a while. He can say whatever the hell he wants. But, uh, but as far as you know, what we have going on here, I kind of live by saying if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So hate away. Obviously, we're doing something right if you got to talk about us when we don't play you till week four. And I'm good with it. You know, the guys in our locker room, they, they've earned everything that's coming to them and really excited about what's going on. I think Hackett's doing a phenomenal job here. Him, the uh, coaching staff is doing a phenomenal job, and, and we're focused on us. I get it. There's a lot of external noise, 
There's a lot of people who are hating on us. There's a lot of people looking for us to fail. There's a lot of crows pecking at our neck. But all you can do is spread your wings, keep flying high until those crows fall off and suffocate from the inability to breathe. It's a whole other analogy I'll get into later. But uh, really, really excited about the group we have, the coaching that's going on. And uh, But I'm going to keep our focus on us and making sure that we're prepared every single day to do the best we can and uh, learn from our past and grow with, grow with every, every moment that we have. So he just rattled off about 17 cliches. Some of those not even sports cliches. Those are just life cliches that he rattled off. And what you just heard right there was an NFL head coach saying that I'm not going to engage. And then he gave us about 45 seconds loud and proud of a rebuttal. So it's like, I, it's like a politician. I am not going to address that. And then you address it. Seriously, folks, I'm not going to address that. But let me tell you something right now. Uh, well, you know, everyone hates us. Nobody believes in us. It's really bugging me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Every single team in the NFL, every team in sports, nobody believed in us. Yes, I, they're out to get us. The haters. The haters. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For the birds, welcome! Come in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, besties, as we keep a firm grip coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and beautifully powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the smoker, the hot take smoker. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from baseball. Everyone has had to pivot because of what happened this week. The Angels are going for it. They went on a shopping spree. Picking up Lucas Giolito from the White Sox in a big trade the other night. And that means Shohei Otani has been knocked out of the center square on trade squares. Not Hollywood squares, trade squares. So he's been knocked out of the center square. And that bounces down and away and and all that. But it was a banner day for another name that popped up in the center square Do you know who? What is the number one name right now on the flea market of baseball? Do you know who it is? You've been paying attention to this? No? Okay, good. The answer? The Cardinals third baseman, Nolan Arenado. The bell of the ball now that Otani has been knocked down. In fact, we've learned that the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Redbirds have supposedly engaged in some breathless horse trading conversations in the lead-up to the August 1st trade deadline Uh, this weekend. uh, That's it. Get it done this weekend or you're you're out. Arenado has a no-trade clause, but he's from SoCal, and everyone seems to be in agreement he would be very happy to play in Dodger blue. There is chatter about a mega, 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 mega trade that would blow the top off the Dodger locker room and they'd get Nolan Arenado and either uh, Jack Flaherty or Jordan Montgomery, a starting pitcher from the, from the cards. They would go to blue heaven, and the Dodgers would then trade a couple of young pitchers and uh, either one or both of Max Muncie and Chris Taylor, guys that have been around with the Dodgers for a good chunk of their recent success are being tossed out to try to, try to sweeten the pot there for the, the fellas there in the land of the toasted ravioli. 
So let us discuss. Would the Dodgers trading for the Cardinals, Nolan Arenado, be ludicrous or logical? The scales on this are leaning towards logical. It's not all the way over the scale, but it's leaning that way. I've got Frankenstein, Fishing Vessel, and Tinder. And not Timber, Tinder. And we'll combine all of these things together, and we'll have a darn tootin' good time. Now, number one. Yeah. The word I will use, I'm not going to use the word logical, although I did have the scales lean towards logical. I will use the word sensible. Not, though, for Arenado alone. As a combo meal deal, a jumbo-sized combo meal deal, that would be practical is what that would be. Go big or don't do anything and go home. Now, I do have to disclose, if you haven't picked up on this as you've listened to the show, this is my kryptonite. You want to know what my kryptonite is? This is my kryptonite. I am a total sucker for blockbuster trades. I ran a gossip site years ago, and I did it because I love trades, and I wanted to have all the rumors before everyone else. So I put my own site together in the old west of the internet before social media, and I, I put a, a gossip blog together. It did pretty well. But I did it because I love trades, big trades. So at first glance, This sounds, the framework of this trade, sounds like one of those deals that we used to get in another dimension back in the twilight zone. Now, I do have concerns, and we mentioned this the other night. We talked about Nolan Arenado on this show, and I I do have some concerns that he is showing some signs of slippage on defense. He's still hitting pretty well. He's a top-notch offensive player. He's been able to prove that he was not just a product of the mile-high air in Colorado, and he's had some big offensive years pulling the the Clydesdales around Bush Stadium there in St. Louis. But you toss Arenado in the Dodger lineup with Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. Bam! 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 Just like that. The Dodgers would be going Frankenstein. They would be working in the lab late one night, caught in a flash, doing the monster mash. That's what they would be doing, the graveyard smash. If they were able to get Arenado the way he's played offensively and have some combination of Betts, Freeman, and Arenado, line them up in a row, good luck. Good luck uh, to any pitcher, any pitcher that is facing that lineup uh, because in theory, that's pretty good. That's pretty, pretty good. Plus, the other benefit of this, as I was bemused by this rumor, is that the Dodgers would be tossing in a couple of players, Max Muncy and Chris Taylor, who are underachievers. They are. They've been cast adrift here. They're floating in a ghost ship, Muncy and Taylor. Now, they both had big moments as Dodgers. Are those in the rearview mirror? I don't know, but Chris Taylor's playing like the guy that was with the Seattle Mariners that couldn't hit when he came to the Dodgers. And Max Muncy is looking like a guy. Uh, it's, it's a bunch of home runs, but he, he's so inefficient in just about every other area offensively is a problem. They're not pulling their weight. And you look down the line, and as a distant relative of Nostradamus and friend of Nostradinus, he lives in Seattle, I, I have a long memory. Right? And what happens? Playoff baseball. Muncie, Taylor in the lineup, and they are automatica. 
as in automatica outs. That's the reality. Strikeout factories. The dingers, while you like them, they don't make up for the demon sinkhole that the swings of these players are in. Max Muncy hitting under 200. He's got 58 hits, I believe, all season and 100 strikeouts in 84 games. Chris Taylor is barely batting 200. He's got 42 hits and 73 strikeouts on his resume. And Arenado is a big upgrade if he, even if he continues to slip on defense. Now, they, they got to pay him. It ain't my money. I don't care. They just keep raising the prices at Dodger Stadium, so they might as well keep getting good players because they uh, stick it to the fans, so they might as well continue to add big-name players and all that. But the, the, the other factor to this, the Dodgers have a blind spot in the rotation. And either Montgomery or Flaherty would be a value-added pickup. And for the Cardinals, it makes some sense. Not that you want Max Muncy or Chris Taylor if you're the Cardinals, because why, why would you want those guys? But you'd get a couple of blue-chip pitchers, suspects, lottery tickets from the Dodgers who have played like they've been sitting in a lion's mouth. Uh, very scared, a lot of these young pitchers on the mound for the Dodgers. They're not uh, dominating not living up quite to the hype that all of them seem to have. Now, page two. Let's move on. After Shohei Otani was taken off the trade market, guess what happened next? So reports have started to pop up here saying that Otani loves playing for the Angels, very comfortable there, and the reporting now implying that he wants to stay with the Angels. So thumbs up. Thumbs down on this latest chatter that Shohei Otani loves playing for the Halos. So I am going to give this a tepid thumbs up. A tepid thumbs up. Here's the problem. And I'm going to tell you why I'm apathetic. Because it's kind of like being on a fishing vessel in turbulent seas and trying to catch red herring. It is a red herring. So it is true. That's what I've heard also, that Otani loves living in Orange County and playing for the Angels and all that. It's true, but it's irrelevant. Right? So it's like, yeah, okay. But so what? Otani has pressure from some around baseball uh, to go to a bigger stage. And he'd also have to leave a lot of money, a lot of dough on the table, unless Artie Marino is planning on selling a chunk of the Angels to some conglomerate from Japan that would just pay Otani. Maybe Nintendo. They used to own the Mariners. Maybe I don't know if they still own part of the Mariners. I know they sold most of the team. Maybe they can buy part of the Angels. But it it, it happens, right? It happens uh, every so often. Something unexpected happens. A player signs with a team you don't expect them to. And uh, same thing like a uh, man bites dog. That happens. Doesn't happen often. When it happens, it's big deal. When a man bites a dog. When a dog bites a man, not a big deal. All right, final point. To San Diego we go, where the fish tacos are fresh and the baseball is rancid. The Padres, they want to be contenders, but they're just wannabes. They're pretenders, right? We all know that, and you are what your record says you are. As a result, we are hearing now that the Padres, I love this, are now listening. The Padres are now listening to trade talks involving their star outfielder, Juan Soto. Is he hanging in the wind? So the Padres listening to Juan Soto offers. What does this mean? That's the question. What does this mean? The answer, 
Very little. Very, very little. Now, my dance card is full on this because Peter Seidler, the owner of the San Diego baseball team, is like the honey badger. Okay, Fearless, oozing with tenacity. He's cantankerous because his team this season, one of the great Padre teams, has suffered from halitosis. When I say great Padre teams, I mean in terms of raw talent. And we have heard that the pod squad have tried to extend Juan Soto through back channels. In fact, ever since he got to San Diego from Washington, they've been trying to get him signed up. However, Soto has gone over to Tinder and swiped left every time. He finds an extension unattractive. And the word in the industry is that he's hell-bent on testing the market, that he wants a record-breaking contract, and the way you get a record-breaking contract and you raise the ceiling is to enter the market as a free agent. He has one more season, one more of arbitration before he gets his pile of pesos. Unlike the Padres, uh, unlike the Padres uh, to trade him, I don't, I don't think they will. Right? I don't think the Padres are, are going to trade him. As I said, I, I just don't see that happening right now based on the fact that they th- still think, much like the Angels think they can keep Otani, the Padres think, well, ultimately, we'll let Soto test the market, but we'll be able to keep. Now, that could change, but that's the, the word here, and... And then Juan Soto could enter the transfer portal, but at this point, not the case. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you... Here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. <laughs> but it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's uh, Maller. How about that? To the third degree. DJ Moore. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Yeah, DJ Moore. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. The Kubaloo. It was revealed this week that both Tua Tagovailoa and Jalen Hurts both turned down the opportunity to be on the Netflix show Quarterback. Uh, ben, we've all established that this kind of stuff is in our cup of tea. Yeah. Uh, but if you were in charge at Netflix, who would you select for season two to get the best show possible? So I think Peyton Manning's the one who's kind of putting this thing together. But I would go with Russell Wilson as my first choice because you'd get Mr. Unlimited, the Nano Bubbles, all the uh, that, just a bonanza, all that crap. Uh, and then I would want Deshaun Watson to follow him around as he gets creepy massages. Because you know he's still doing the happy baby yoga pose and all that. Uh, and then I guess the other one would be Baker Mayfield because Baker's, I don't know, he's on the spectrum, I guess. Uh, what is next? <laughs> <laughs> um... All right. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the new CBA for the NBA went into effect on July 1st, and one notable thing that is the fact that marijuana is no longer on the banned substance list. Uh, players are now allowed to invest in marijuana companies. Ben, how long before weed makes its way into advertisements, sponsorships, oh, and even naming on. rights? As, as soon as they can do it. The, the, the Boston Weed Garden, right? And, and the, uh, the Trailblazers, they'll change their name to uh, something a little different than that. But yeah, they, if there's money to be made, they're going to put the logo. Look at the gambling. It's everywhere. Next! Over the last week, the best odds for uh, next year's NFL MVP, according to BetMGM, have switched from Patrick Mahomes to Joe Burrow. Ben, who would you put your money on? Well, I would go with Mahomes. I mean, he's, he's the top guy. The only thing, the problem with Mahomes is voter fatigue, like Nikola Jokic. That's the issue there. And then if you want a dark horse candidate, like Aaron Rodgers, not that big a dark horse because he plays for the Jets. How did we do? He passed this edition. That is a win. You can put it on the board. Yes. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame Week. Lame Week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. And every week at this time, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. These are actual jokes sent in by actual listeners to the show like yourself, people that have the funny bone, unpaid, underappreciated joke writers. You, too, can have your joke read on the air, possibly. We can't guarantee it, but we might use it. If you send it in, you can send it in care of Show at gmail.com. Show at gmail.com. Put jokes in the headline and send that whenever you want. And we may use it on the air. You can send it right now. Send it five minutes from now, ten minutes from now, tomorrow, the next day. Doesn't matter. And we've got the Weed Man. Are you there, Weed Man from Miami? Nice to see you. Nice to hear you. I like that when I call you Weed Man, who's this? I like that you answer the phone like that. It's very very nice of you. Yeah. All right, Eddie, uh, you're there. Everyone's ready. Okay, why was Lizzo unable to trademark her current weight? Well, I don't know fat. why. Well, she, it turn- she's, she's fat, he said. Yeah. It turns out the trademark 7-Eleven has already been taken, Eddie, so that's unfortunate. That's Alex the Cynical who sent that one in. Do you see that Lizzo had a starring role in the new Oppenheimer movie that came out recently? She no, was- I did not know that. Yeah, she was cast as the bomb, Eddie. She was the uh, the bomb there. <laughs> <laughs> RJ in... San Antonio sent that one. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. How could Lizzo lose weight without a personal trainer? I don't know how. Just have someone follow her around and slap food out of her hands. That's it right there. That's all you have to do. That's eat in Roseville, Minnesota. That's good. <laughs> what do you call food on a plate that orbits Lizzo? Uh, I don't know. A satellite dish, Eddie. It's a satellite dish. That's Alex the Seneca. What do you call, uh, or what do you get, rather? What do you get when you put Lizzo on a plane over the ocean? Uh, I don't know. What do you get with that? You get a submarine, Eddie. A submarine is what you get there. Uh, right, uh, right there. That's Alex. Again, uh, did you hear that Lizzo has been really disappointed by Russell Wilson? No, I have not heard yeah. that. Yeah, she thought that Mr. Unlimited was the name of his buffet restaurant, and she was very upset. Uh, that's a Gordon in Tacoma. Thank you for that. What is one phrase that Lizzo resents? Uh, I don't I don't know what is a phrase she resents. Tread lightly. She does not mm-hmm. like that phrase, Eddie. Tread lightly. That's from Incaterra. Is Lisa there, Weed Man? No, I tried. Oh, man, no Lisa. Unbelievable. Okay. Unbelievable. Uh, Lizzo... Wants to replace the Cooking with Roberto segment on the show with one of her own. Oh, is that right? Yeah, the segment we, we would call, the, the name she came up with was Cooking in a Moo Moo. Uh, that's what she came up with. That's Danny. <laughs> actually, actually, Surfer Todd the Comedian, rather, I think, sent that one. I think that's Surfer Todd the Comedian. Uh, or maybe that's Danny. All right, uh, this one definitely is Surfer Todd the Comedian. How does Lizzo know when she's hungry? Um, she's awake. No, no, it's a gut instinct, Eddie. It's a gut instinct, it's a Surfer Todd. And what is Lizzo's favorite magazine? Mm, I don't know. Food Digest. She loves it. She never misses a, a, an edition. That's Surfer Todd, the comedian. Why is Weed Man Hippie considered progressive? I don't know why. 
He's always asking for change. He always <laughs> wants change. <laughs> That's uh, Johnny That's from Johnny from Albuquerque. Thank you, Johnny. Uh, a new car. I don't think we've ever had a joke from Albuquerque, by the way. I think he might be the only person listening in Albuquerque. Uh, a new study finds that radio hosts have a 3% chance of winning the lottery. How about oh, that? Really? Why is that? Well, it's still actually a better chance than Weed Man of finding his teeth. So there is that. That's, yeah, it seems so. Yeah, Kurt from Earth. Any luck with that, Weed Man? No, no. no it's no. crazy. Have you looked? It's the floor no, no, you have not looked. You have not no, looked. Not uh, really. those, those teeth are gone. Uh, Coop, you got any jokes? Any offensive jokes, Coop? Come on, Coop. Uh, so Aaron Hernandez's brother was arrested after planning multiple school shootings. Uh, wow. Yeah, I guess uh, this is just a case of uh, an older brother trying to hang out with a younger brother. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, did you hear that? We- <laughs> that that was that- from Kurt from Earth. By the way. Oh, Kurt from Earth. Did you hear that Weed Man Hippie is included in the latest edition of the Merriam-Webster Dictionary three times? Uh, no, I didn't know that. It's big news for Weed Man. Uh, he is the definition of loser, bust out, and scumbag. So there is that. That's oh, a John. That's, oh, come on. Didn't did he? That's John in Youngstown, Ohio. That's uh, what do you what do you want to say to John in Youngstown, Ohio, weed man? Hey, leave me be nice. All right, be nice. It's a low effort joke. Yeah. Why does weed man want to be a horse? I don't know why. <laughs> why weed man? <laughs> he he heard they have stable housing, so he wanted to. <laughs> that's uh jay in birmingham thank you jay uh what do you what do a newborn baby blackjack and weed man hippie have in common uh I, I don't know what do they have in common newborn baby blackjack and weed man hippie what do they all have in common they're all gums they're all gums that's a uh, matt the warrior raider fan uh formerly former a's fan in the bay area blackjack? We- all right calm down weed man is so poor how poor is he he can't even afford the free samples at Costco. Oh, my God. That's how poor he is. That's, uh, <laughs> Noah, <laughs> Noah from Austin. What you should do, Weed Man, and you, you know, I shouldn't recommend this, but if you go to Costco, even though you're not a member, if you say you're there to buy alcohol, I think they have to let you in. So you can get in, and then you can like get the sample. Yeah. All right. Anyway. That doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? No, seriously. I think because you're not allowed to have a membership. That, I, I, I yeah, think that is true. A, yeah, correct. yeah, cool. I'm right, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. You you can't wow. sell alcohol if you have a membership to to get into the store. So you have to let people in that don't want or don't pay for the membership. All right, what do you call a short funeral speech? Uh, I don't know what. A death sentence is what you call it. There, that's uh, what you call it. There. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's uh, funny. That was from Mike. What's the worst thing about the Sean Watson situation? Uh, I don't know what's the worst thing about it. It is an addiction he can't shake. He cannot shake. That's Chip, Chip in Maine. Coop, you got any other offensive jokes, Coop? Negative. All right. Uh, Elon Musk and Twitter have broken up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I guess that's his ex now. <laughs> so Kurt, Kurt from Earth sent that one in. Uh, what do you call a countdown clock for a nuclear bomb? Uh, I don't know what he called that. That is an oppen timer, is what that is. Then. That's an oppen timer. <laughs> and I have not seen that movie. I I don't think I can sit for three hours uh, for that. I don't think so. Uh, why does Blair in Maine wish he was a brick? Uh, why? 
Bricks get laid, Eddie. Yeah, he wishes he was a pretty guy. <laughs> that's, a, that's from Steve. Uh, all right, I don't know if I can read. I'll read this. What the hell? Uh, no, I'll skip over that one. Uh, what? I don't want to get. I don't want to get a call. It's Friday. I don't want to get a call from the boss. What object was just declared to be the most germ-infested item on Earth? I don't know. Something involving weed man. No, no. It's actually Blair and Maine's personal tablet. Oh, uh, it's actually. <laughs> It's Matt, the Warrior Raider fan. Uh, why is Bud Light boycotting Cowboy John Brad? I don't know why. Because you no longer have to be a boy to be a cowboy. That's his famous sign-off. That's Chip in Maine who sent that one in. Uh, all right, the last one. What's Iowa Sam's favorite kind of joke? Oh, he's not here to hear this. I don't know. I what know. is his favorite joke? He loves Eddie. The corny ones. He loves the corny ones, obviously. That's from Matt, the Warrior Raider, his fan. All right, Weed Man, thank you. Go back to bed, Weed Man, all right? Go look for your teeth and then go back to bed, yes? Uh, yes. All right, all right. And will you ever remember to call again? No, you will never remember to call again. There he goes, Weed Man. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Good, good morning, I like how excited he gets it. He's so, he's so enthusiastic. He has to do it right away. But it is the Coop Scoop on Entertainment. Hooray for Hollywood. Well, we, last weekend, we had the Barbie movie, Oppenheimer. Those are still out. I wonder if there's any other summer blockbusters that are going to hit the theaters. Let's find out with the Koopa Loop. Haunted Mansion. Oh, I love the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland back in the day. Yeah, they turned it into a movie I, yeah. for the second time because it was already a movie with uh, – Eddie Murphy, I think, was in the first one. Yeah, really? not, not good. Yeah. No, and um, according to the reviews, this one's not good either. Wow, what a surprise. So, yeah. Yeah, when's that Snow White? I saw some stuff on that. Look, That looks like an absolute disaster. Uh, that uh, they're, they're I saw, I saw that they're, they're no longer dwarves, right? The dwarves yes. aren't dwarves. It's offensive. <laughs> it's very oh offensive. Oh, my ah! God. That is going to be a bigger turd than the, the – the, uh, remember the all-female Ghostbusters they did? Uh, Snow White and the random seven guys. <laughs> yeah, seven dudes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Seven, uh, I think I like might have saw that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, think I, I think I saw it too, Eddie. <laughs> I only watched a few minutes, though. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, fast forward and through it. <laughs> That's one way to look at it. Um, that is the uh, movie out this weekend. Uh, we have some some news for you. The Emmy Awards have officially been delayed thanks to the <laughs> Hollywood closed. Right now. Yeah, exactly. Thanks to the writers and uh, and yeah. actors strike going on. Uh, it was supposed to air on September 18th, but now they're saying it would be either November or January. So yeah, I'm betting uh, on January. I'm gonna go January. That, that's what they're January. saying. Like the the network wants to do it January, and they think it's probably gonna be January because they don't think it's gonna be cleared up by November. The strike that is. Yeah. Uh, moving over to television, we have a new series out on Peacock today. It is yeah. the latest uh, video game adaptation. Uh, this is Twisted Metal. Oh, Twisted Metal. Okay. Yes. Uh, it was a old PlayStation game back in the day. Is this the one with Anthony Mackie? Yes. Okay. Um, I loved game. this game when I was a kid. It was an awesome game. I don't know how they're going to turn it into a TV show. Uh, it's getting middling reviews. Uh, like uh, like Eddie said, uh, it has Anthony Mackie, and it's got Will Arnett, 
who is voicing the uh, Sweet Tooth character in this show. All episode, all ten episodes stream today on Peacock. Uh, we also have the second volume of the uh, The Witcher that is uh, released today on Netflix. The last episodes with uh, Henry Cavill is. As uh, Ger- Geralt of Rivera, and uh, so that is on Netflix. Then moving on, we've got uh, we've got this now. They've been doing a lot of these lately. I, I don't know if you remember a couple years back. I, I think it was a couple years ago. There was a documentary on the Beanie Baby craze. I think we talked about it. Yeah, on I watched that. Yeah, yeah. So did I. Yeah. I like that. So now, uh, Apple TV Plus is coming out with it's a true story dramedy. About it's called the Beanie Bubble, and this is on Apple TV Plus. It's a movie, and it stars Zach Galifianakis as the uh, the head of the company, Ty Ty Warner, um, Elizabeth Banks, Sarah Snook from Succession, and uh, yeah, so it uh, basically recounts the Beanie Baby craze of the '90s, but it's uh, you know uh, acted out. Uh, it's oh, a scripted. I, thing. I actually saw something, Coop. I watched a series. I don't usually watch these things, but. You probably already watched it called Jury Duty. Have you seen that? No, I have not. I it's saw the on, first episode of it. It's pretty good, actually. It's it's li- it's an interesting concept. I like it. I thought it was great. You should check it out, Coop. It's pretty good. It's on. Was it Apple TV? Is that what it's on? I don't even know what it's on. Uh, it looks like like, I think it was on Peacock. Was it? I don't know what I it was on. I think you're both wrong. Uh, uh, it looks like it is on Amazon oh, Prime. Oh, Prime okay. Video. Eventually, we would have gotten it right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I've not, I've not even heard of this. Is it a, is it yeah. like a documentary it, show? Yeah, no, so they, the, the, go, the ahead, bit, go ahead, Ben. Yeah, the bit is that it's a, they have a mock jury, but there's one person on the jury that doesn't realize it's fake. <laughs> and Okay. Yeah. And so James have, Marsden is on the jury playing himself. Yeah, and so they have all these actors that are doing these outrageous things, but this guy, he thinks he's just part of a documentary about being on a jury, and it's I thought it was... Pretty well done. I liked it. I don't. I usually don't like that kind of stuff. I'm assuming it it's a it's a comedy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. Interesting. But he right. did a really yeah, good I'll job. Have yeah. to check that out. Yeah. Um. And I was uh, shocked. I didn't think I would like it, but I did. Yeah. yeah last but not least, we have the uh, third and final season of the Apple TV Plus comedy Physical, and that is on Wednesday. And that is Coop Scoop Entertainment. Very good. Thank you for that. Thank you for that, Koopaloo. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.